Welcome to this week's edition of the Michigan Bros Grow Show. Our guest this week is Christina from the Babes and Buds podcast. This is episode 26. I'm Skillbo One. And of course, I'm going to toss it over to my co-host, Sequence underscore MI. How's it going, guys? What's up? I'm me. Welcome, Christina. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you. We I listened to some episodes of your show today uh, as another... I new podcaster so uh we're interested in supporting your show and hearing your story thank you so much i'm so delighted to be here and um thank you for listening and having me on your show um yeah i'm super pumped that like we both started doing shows about weed in the cannabis community like around the same time and we're both in michigan like that's pretty crazy <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what was kind of the inspiration for your show when you decided to start yours? Um, probably when I had my son, I, almost exactly a year ago, I brought him home from the hospital and I got CPS coming to my door because I was using cannabis while pregnant and uh, the lady knew she was wasting her time. We like had two seconds you know had to fill out this sheet about what i would do with my kid you know like who would watch him who would take over as caregiver and i was just like this is ridiculous like i smoked weed <laughs> i'm like so not a threat to his health or his life and like she's like yeah i know but this is what we have to do so i feel like the more i normalize it and the more i show that it's not a dangerous drug it's not a schedule it should not be a schedule one drug so yeah, that's kind of my fuel to my fire is just normalizing and ending the stigma and trying to make everyone understand. It's yeah, not definitely. Yeah. Well, like you have a little wine sign on the wall behind you, but if it was a pot leaf, they would look at it really weird, right? What's up with right. that? Right. Well, I do actually, it's funny because I have like framed hemp leaves <laughs> over at my entryway. But um, yeah, it's funny because it's so acceptable to like take your kids to wineries right like i we just moved here we moved back here from oregon and so like out there it's like huge wine country and like i was amazed at how many kids like these families would bring like children out for a day of wine tasting and like i don't know if you've ever been wine tasting but it is not just like a sip like they give you a whole freaking glass of wine and you're drinking all day so that's far more dangerous than driving, you know, when you're high or being around your family high. So it's just absolutely ridiculous that people have normalized that. <laughs> I do like wine though. I don't want to, I don't want to hate on wine too much, but I feel like especially being ex socially, as socially acceptable as it is, um, it's just got to change. There's just no way that people can think that that's safer than smoking weed. <laughs> Slowly but surely we are eroding those stigmas little bit at a time it's funny before we were talking about you know because we started recording sequence it said that it's the cbd dog trees that are changing one person's mind at a time right now it's really crazy to see like my parents are using cbd dog treats on their plants but they absolutely hate cannabis so they're uh they're slowly branching in and uh it introduces the ability to have a conversation with them where you're like so you see the medical aspect of it for your pets you know, why not people too, et cetera. And uh, I think it's really helping. Right. Nice. Oh yeah, it's such a nice like bridge. I feel like CBD is in, especially for people who, you know, 
were previously anti-cannabis and you know my grandpa's the same way he like he's this old man he lives on a golf course has always talked about like devil's lettuce you know but he's like hey you guys are growing hemp can you give me some cbd oil and i was like what awesome yeah <laughs> for sure that's so, the yeah, response that we all have to have right instead of being like see i told you so and you just got to be like here you go and help them out as, as an old stoner i recognize that it's really just a branding issue it's really just a branding uh -huh. issue it is it is and that's like i don't know i live in a really small very conservative town um i love i don't know if you guys know where greenville is I don't know exactly, but I think a lot of people in Michigan live in small conservative towns. It's like reversed. Yeah, it's reversed on my hands. So Greenville's like here. We're like about two hours west of uh, Flint. So we're just outside of Grand Rapids, but um, yeah, the whole west side of the state is super conservative and it's it's becoming more popular here like we have a cbd store downtown which is cool but i just feel like it would be so awesome to open up an actual cannabis shop here because it's fucking greenville like hello <laughs> it's just the perfect town to have a weed store yeah i agree and like you have a hemp license branding. you have a hemp license right you did you guys grow plants outdoors did you run yeah. into any problems with that due to the area, like the people? No, it was actually really cool. The place, because we live in the middle of the woods, but our farm, we rented farmland from a farm down the street. And that place is like completely surrounded by trees. And it's like Perfect. next to a little orchard. So it's like super secluded. No one can even see, like no one, you know, no one knows what's there except for us. And um, actually, we want to have a party there next year, so that may not be the case for very long. How many plants do you guys have for your license, your hemp license? Are they fast or slow-burning papers, though? That makes a difference. It's mo mostly how you roll, I guess. If you get it rolled nice and tight, it'll burn slow. But, uh, yeah, wow. I, I roll big ones. <laughs> yeah. I actually have pretty good joint rolling skills as well, but um, I just don't ever really, I, maybe when my kid's older, I'll be able to smoke a joint, but it's like, I can't ever really be away from him that long and it really gets a waste and I have to put it out and it gets all shitty, so. Yeah, it definitely does. It's like relighting a cigar. You can't do it. You got to keep your chops up though, because eventually you'll be able to, you don't, you don't want to let the yeah. crew down. Oh yeah. Oh no, I roll all the time, like for everybody else. <laughs> so the skills are still there. Now we actually got, um, we started doing events at Vehicle City. Do you guys know about Vehicle City Social? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Love that place. You guys should record there sometime. They're like so all about having other people do their shows there. They have a podcast studio and like four cameras and yeah. They're awesome. So we should do a show there together. <laughs> but we did um, we did a few events with them. Like we were vendors and we ended up getting one of those big like joint rolling machines but just makes like the cones. So that's also very nice. <laughs> just like 10 of them just automatically done. That's like, so much easier. I love the art of the hand roll. I'll never stop. 
Um, I think you're breaking up again. I was just uh, advocating the art of the hand what? roll, how much I like it. I want to ask you about Babes and Buds podcast. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> What's up? Okay, so everyone that's listening right now has heard Sequence and I say multiple times why we started our show and what we get out of it. But I would love to hear, you know, you're on a very similar course as we are. And basically, tell me what led you to do this and, and what you've learned along the way so far. Um, yeah, I guess just wanting to be an advocate for the normalization of cannabis use led me to being, you know, to doing my show. And I, it's already like introduced me to so many people that I didn't expect. And it's been an awesome journey. And I can't wait to see what else is in store. I mean, like, have you guys had the same experience? Have you guys just met a ton of incredible people? It's awesome. Like people want to talk about weed. It's the best. Yeah, it seems like everyone we've met, almost maybe one or two people, everyone has been amazing that's uh, in the scene. Yeah. What's well, that enthusiasm yeah. and that passion that comes through? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell the listeners basically what kind of shows that you're doing over there, like what kind of guests that they could catch on your show, what, what topics and things. So on Babes and Buds podcast, I usually just uh, focus on women in the cannabis industry. So you guys are actually my first <laughs> male interviewees. Um, actually, this is like a two-way interview, so... Uh, but no, I, I focus on women that are involved in the cannabis industry and because um, it is this kind of like women are having this moment right now, right? And what better industry to be in as a woman than the weed industry? So I've got um, amazing guests on my show. I did a uh, podcast about ganja yoga, which is this amazing thing that this great beautiful lady created and she travels around the country teaching it and teaching people how to teach it and uh, actually next year I plan on getting certified because it, like the class was just amazing it was such an amazing energy and just like ah it was great but also I've had on um, like a fashion designer I just had my last show with she was great she makes like rave wear and she had this new line coming out called the green goddess collection so that was fun and I interviewed this marijuana security company the security girls they are a woman-owned security company and so they have like it's like crazy other side of the industry. Like they don't even smoke weed. <laughs> they don't even use weed at all, but they believe in it. And it's just like awesome to see, you know, it's just awesome to see like the wide range of people that are in this industry. Yeah, I definitely agree. We've been trying to get more female guests involved with our show as well, because um, I would agree that they're really an underrepresented um, portion of the industry. You know, there's not a lot of female growers that get a lot of buzz, you know, get propped up very much. And uh, we're trying to do our part. Uh, obviously, yeah. we're here doing this, but we had the lovely ladies that trim on here. We've talked to some other female guests, too. Um, yeah. 
love those ladies. Well, and we have the Canna Kate every Sunday night with us on the live show. Uh, oh, Miss Cantaloupe Hayes comes through when she can. So. Like I was saying about before for the pre-show is it's that the diversity of cannabis, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just a bunch of, you know, stone 20-year-olds playing video games anymore. That's awesome. Oh, my God. This... So what has been your favorite part of doing this show so far? Uh, like we were just talking about, meeting the people. So, um... We have a, our live show that we do every Sunday at nine. We, as we met people through doing the podcast, we would bring them into our live chat or into our chat group on Instagram. And then uh, we built a group slowly of different growers, processors, um, all different methods of growing. So we've got a really diverse group. We can answer all different kinds of questions. Everyone grows different plant counts all the way up until up to commercial scale. So we've got a That's really cool, awesome. yeah, we, we've really got the perfect environment to learn things. We can bounce can I, every, every sort of questions. That's amazing. I want to be in on this because we've got like, we're going through it with our current business partner and we're splitting. And so we're looking at doing everything in our grow different, basically. It's, uh, yeah. So well, we're looking for any, uh, any advice. <laughs> The hemp perspective is definitely a value. What are you, are you guys? <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You like cut out a little bit at the Yeah, we didn't hear you. You, you were going to so, ask us a question and we um, couldn't hear it. You go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just saying that your hemp uh, perspective is a valuable one. We don't have that one on our panel yet. We have a diverse panel, but we don't have hemp on there. At least not at any license scale. Yeah, so that's awesome. I'm happy to be the voice of hemp. I wish my husband were here. Next time, you guys will want to talk to him. He's He knows a lot more than I do about growing everything. That's why I wanted him here. But um, I definitely, you know, like being on this side of, you know, growing hemp, it's just crazy because we're used to doing, you know, indoor caregiver grow. And so to do, be doing acres of hemp is just insane because it's like the stuff that matters and your little garden, it doesn't matter. It's like the scale just makes everything different in that regard. And, you know, we, we started growing in soil. So we're looking to get out of soil because it's a pain in the ass. And, you know, we're just basically doing everything the hardest way you can possibly do it. But we got taught how to grow by somebody that's not the greatest. <laughs> so we're learning. We're learning. It's and a lesson made... that a lot of people have had to learn, you know? Yeah. It's one thing that I'm really excited about as this industry evolves is the professionalism going up because it's there the potential's there people are you know truly skilled in doing this but you know there's a lot of people that just do a lot of this and so yeah <laughs> one thing about the cannabis industry is like i come from the old construction industry years and years ago 
And we used to say that, you know, when times were tight, everybody is a master deck builder. You know what I mean? And that's like times are tight and everybody's a fucking master grower these days too. You got to watch out and do your own research for sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But luckily there are things out there. Like I had um, a cannabis expert on my show the other day. She's actually a professor at the Cannabis College of Ohio. So that exists now, which is awesome. <laughs> so there's going to be, you know, people that actually get degrees in growing cannabis. So you can be sure that there's some kind of knowledge in there. But yeah, it's the wild west right now <laughs> i believe there's a cannabis college uh course up in the you know, upper peninsula i heard about it oh, a few years there? ago yeah i hope that's awesome like that sounds i'm happy that it's like it's in the up but it's still michigan that's great we actually Not down there up there <laughs> what was that <laughs> That it's not down there. It's not down there. <laughs> yeah, the UP is great though. We've got it, my brother-in-law lives up there, so we have like we're getting him to grow hemp next year because they have like an insane amount of land. So yeah, interesting. <laughs> In the pre-show, we were talking about if your hemp tested higher than was it three percent or point three percent, one of those two that they will come out. You want to tell us about that real quick? Point three. Yeah. Everything paused, but I, I know where you're going with this. Everything, right. can you Every, hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. What I was asking was that you said that okay. when they test your cannabis, your hemp, that if it tests higher in THC than the allotments, that they will send someone out they will destroy the crop on your property. And we were saying how it seems yeah. like there are a lot of hidden pre-harvest, pre-being able to take your your wares to market costs as a hemp grower that I didn't really realize before talking to you. Yes. So that's the crazy thing. Like, uh, luckily, ours passed the Michigan test because they're not operating in the rules that just passed. But the rules that just passed are some of the strictest in the country. Um, and they are, if you test hotter than 0.3, then they'll send a government agent out to destroy your fields. And it's just absolutely nuts because you can, we bought our seeds from a guy in Colorado and hemp grows differently because it's outdoor, you know, it grows differently in Michigan than well in Colorado. So there's, um, we talked to a consultant yesterday actually about what, you know, they're, they recommend to do. And they will actually provide, it, certain companies will come out and tell you when to harvest at your location so that you're not testing hot because it's all about harvesting early enough so your THC levels don't get too high. So, so yeah. what I'm hearing in that is that potentially CBD develops earlier is what you're saying? CBD develops earlier, but also it, so to get a high CBD strain, you also have high THC most of the time. There is a new thing that well, I don't think it's new. It's new to me. Um, it's uh, CBG and CBN, which have zero THC. So CBD 
has almost always has some amount of THC unless you isolate it. So it's just, it's crazy. All these other derivatives that are coming out and you can actually grow a potentially THC less strain sometime here in the near future, which is just crazy. <laughs> I had also thought before is, you know, if we're talking about using seeds, and I know that there's a certain level of randomness to genetics, that it would be a shame for you to have to lose your crop because of this. So I started thinking, well, it's probably not feasible for them to take 500 clones, though, of a keeper plant, or is it? Yeah, I, the crazy thing is like, we don't really know what they're capable of. This is just like what they said. And so this is, the, it's never been stricter than this. So it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens because that's going to scale wise, like this is not good. It's like, you know, you could lose everything. It's your crop, it's your money, it's everything. So yeah, um, luckily it, you know, our strains passed the Michigan standard, but according to the new rules, I, we're not, you know, we're hot. I've got a phone call from my husband coming in. Could we pause just one second? Is that sure. possible? I can tell him to call me later. I'm just going to decline it. He'll figure it out. <laughs> he's probably on his way home. He knew the show was today at four, so he's He'll figure it out. <laughs> if he walks in at some point, we'll deal with that then. <laughs> we'll make sure to give him an introduction too. Yeah, he's actually very, he's a lot more knowledgeable than I am about this growing stuff. He's like pretty intelligent. He's a pretty smart guy most of the time. But um, yeah, he's he knows this stuff for sure. That's why I wanted him to be talking to you guys because it sounds like this group chat uh, he needs to be a part of <laughs> this is like the coolest thing that you guys are just uniting all these growers in the state that's awesome yeah definitely uh check it out we do it later today so uh yeah, i would encourage you to watch for sure and maybe participate yeah, sure. one day oh my god yes we'd love that it'd be amazing you know we created the live show to be able to not only continue the conversation with the guests that you know we really hit it off with and enjoyed but it was also a way for our listeners to be able to interact with that person and ask them specific questions on stuff that maybe sequence and i had forgotten in our you know our podcast with them so it's kind of it's grown into its own little thing man and and the chat is really really good in there so if you're bored on a sunday night at nine o'clock stop by the michigan bros grow show youtube channel check out the bro show live hit that subscribe button while you're at it i love that that's awesome i'm totally checking it out that's so sweet because you don't often get that like platform to really have that feedback i mean like people can leave comments and stuff but you know having that space where you can actually have a conversation about stuff that's awesome well, Such we, a good idea. <laughs> and we play it fast and loose. Like we joke all the time about it, but we literally never have a topic 
to really carry the show. We may say, oh, we want to mention something about this. You know what I mean? If there's like a law change that we're aware of or an upcoming show or something like that. But it just it becomes just a sesh where you sit around and you just see where it goes. And it's it's nice because sometimes the chat can itself drive the show. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I when I first started the show, well, I first started, I just started, but when I had my first couple episodes, I like tried to write a script and I stopped doing that because there's like literally no point. You just can't, you can't have like a natural conversation while you're reading off something. And so, yeah, I usually do try to, st I mean, I try to stay on topic with my show I was actually kind of freaking out about the show because I'm like what the are we going to talk about like we haven't talked about a subject or anything but I was like whatever we'll we'll figure it out we do so. bullet points so we write down several bullet points and try to make sure that we uh hit everything that everyone wanted to talk about and uh and then get out of town and that's the way it goes that's the way it goes that's awesome I learned so much from you guys already this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's just a matter of us all being able to get together and, you know, learn from each other. Because I know that I never grew anything before I started trying to grow cannabis, aside from, I think in preschool, we had to do the lima bean in a cup deal, you know, where you put it in the windowsill and just some water. So, yeah, four-year-old skill boat getting down that way, baby. Master gardener over here. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so what has been your biggest challenge as a grower, do you think? Getting out of the plant's way. Interesting. Because otherwise you're over... Yeah, because otherwise you're overdoing something. You know what I mean? You want to get in there, you want to fuck with it, or you overthink it, whatever. Over garden, over light, over stress. It's over, man. The plan's over it. Just get out of the plant's way, let it grow the number of weeks that it needs to for you to be able to harvest it, then let that bitch die gracefully, and we'll go from there to the next run. So do you, do you guys, because a couple of these things, like, just, like, really threw me through a loop, and we're, like, rethinking our whole whatever do you guys do a thin out at all do do you do any defoliate, of that like definitely, yep, definitely. yeah everybody defoliates it's just that some people get really carried away and anal about it and okay you know. so when you say get out of the plant's way yeah so i don't know how you would go about defoliating oh, acres of outdoor plants but Painstakingly, painstakingly, that's what you would do. I don't think you would. I would just leave them alone, I guess. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of different ways you can grow this plant. And, like, I feel like focusing on one aspect of it, like, the guy that we're splitting up with is, like, really focused on, like, getting the most yield out of, you know, the plants that we have. And we're just, like, he, like, won't let this strain die. It's, like, the worst strain ever. It's nightmare cookies. And we're just, like, dude, this strain sucks. Like, it, nothing we do is going to make this strain better. And, like, even if we could make it better, like, who cares? Let's just get a different strain. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, you just got to kick out the bad strains and uh, keep on trucking with the good ones. Survival yeah, of the fittest. what's your favorite strain that's grown? 
The favorite one I've ever grown? What's oh, man, yeah. I don't know. Right now, Crescendo is the one that I've got everybody hopping on. Um, passed out clones to a bunch of people that are on the panel of that one. Um, that one's pretty good. I have no idea. What's, uh, what's I have no Crescendo idea what like? Crescendo is a cookies cross. Know. It's a polyhybrid plant. It's a fast flowering plant that's got a like sativa type uplifting buzz. Oh, that's like sixty three awesome. day sativa. Yeah, pretty nice. Oh, nice. That sounds awesome. But you said you don't know what your favorite strain. I just know. I just I was thinking about it because I've been doing this for a while. Um, yeah. I used to grow one that was called Silver Grape, and it was a cross between Grape Ape and Super Silver Haze. I didn't get a cut of it and I've thought about it a lot afterwards. It was really, really good medicine for me. That's awesome. That's so great that you found something that like works for you on a medical level and not just like, oh, I want to get super high. Like I'm so excited no, they, they, that there's they get that tired of avenue. Yeah. They get tired of hearing yeah. me beat the medical guy's drum. Well, what about the patients? You know, but it, that's what I'm all about is, hey, I, there's multiple ways that you can use this. And it's nice to be able to know that if you need to rely on it to get some relief, that if you've done your due diligence and you've smoked a whole lot of it from a lot of different people, you might figure out some shit that works for you. Yeah, right, exactly. So do you usually like a high CBD or like indica strain? Like what's your favorite? Um, I usually smoke for pain reasons. So I want some back pain relief. Um, I have crushed discs in my neck as well. So it's, a, it's an inflammation issue. And, oh, wow. you know, so I tend to use blue strains. If I can find something that's, the blue gives you, you know, the good mood and stuff like that and the energy. So it works for me. It's just a matter of, you know, dialing it in more. And then if you do find something that you really, really like, don't be a dumbass. Make sure you take a clone of it and keep it. And then just try to change up everything you have to to make it work for that one plant, if that's your silver bullet. Yeah, that's beautifully said. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've, um, I've, I don't know. I'm new to growing as well. So I haven't been doing this forever. Like I used to coach gymnastics. <laughs> so this is like all new to me. And I just like was given the first clones that we started with. And I was just like, kind of, you know, didn't really search them. I didn't do my research at all. I was a bad, bad caregiver. But what are you, um, uh, what are you looking for in your plants when you're trying to decide if you're going to keep them or not? Um, you know, just basically how my patients react, you know, how it's their plants. So, uh, like my grandma, she likes a high CBD, but also she likes sativa. So, um, she's been bugging me to get sativa and a high CBD strain. And I'm just like, grandma, I don't know if that <laughs> exists, but I'm trying. And so if you guys, if you guys have any recommendations, um, I'm all ears but we've been like looking for change-ups and we've got some new clones the other day or the other day they're like flowering right now <laughs> peanut butter breath um you guys heard of that strain yep yep definitely yeah 
what's interesting about that one is like it's huge like compared to where nightmare cookies it's huge but um weight wise once everything's you know dried it like looks like it is like twice as much than what it actually is so i mean it's I not guess a very dense one yeah it's yeah yeah not very dense sorry your lingo is a lot more professional than mine i'm just like ah, it's like smaller <laughs> we'll get there <laughs> so it's uh the terminology and stuff and growing just comes from practice no worries yeah yeah well you know circle back to this topic a year from now and i'll be a whole new grower <laughs> and so will we that's the whole thing is it's a constant yeah. evolution. You know what I mean? You're growing right along with your plans. Well, and being a podcaster, you're growing along with your show. Every time you do an episode, you learn from somebody you talk to and you get better and better even faster. Sequence wisdom right there, baby. Oh, yes. Awesome. So, okay. So what I else do this. you have in your garden then? So we know that you have some nightmare cookies and what was the other one you just mentioned? Yes, we have peanut butter bread, and that's our new one. And we also have been probably my favorite out of the three that we have is Bruce Banner, uh, the Bruce Banner bud. He's been great, <laughs> but we've had the two forever since you know the last two years we've had the nightmare and the Bruce. So peanut butter's new. That's exciting. But yeah, we're looking for some. High CBD, high sativa strain, if that exists. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm like, uh, for some reason, I think there was like a Jamaican one like that that was higher in that. Was it Was it Dance Hall, I think, is a – maybe it is. Let me look that up before I shoot my mouth off. That. that sounds like a fun one. <laughs> I don't know of any off offhand, but I'm sure one exists, so it shouldn't be too hard to find. I'm, I'm talking. I'm looking at or listening to you say you have two strains for two years, and um, we just had our Thanksgiving party with all of us on the show, and I think I got three new strains from that. And um, I don't know. I might have started six different strains worth of seeds in the last three months. That's amazing. This is like one of the things I'm really excited about as we become sole owners of this company, just being able to have the flexibility and, you know, the, we're the ones making the call, like, even though it's been at our house, like, you know, we came into this not knowing anything. So we've just been really reliant on this other guy and, and just really, I feel very grateful that I'm, I've met other people in this industry now, like you guys and a bunch of other awesome people. So like, yeah, we're growing just like our plants, just like our show. And yeah, it's only going to get better. So I'm excited to grow more than just three strains. <laughs> and I think I'm right about dance hall too, if anybody's listening out there and wants to know. Yay! That's yeah. amazing. Is there anything else that you wanted to go over, Christina, before we got off of here? Um, I mean... I have just had the best time with you guys. I'm so thankful that you guys had me in your show. And I can't wait to do this again and have my husband on here so you guys can actually talk about growing. <laughs> he knows a lot more than I do. 
Okay, but I definitely want you to plug your podcast, which is um, called Babes and Buds, and we can find you on what platforms? On um, Podbean, but after today, I am going to be on all the platforms that you told me about. Yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll help you out with that behind the scenes, and we'll get you on everything. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. But yes, it's Babes and Buds podcast at babesandbuds.podbean.com. We're also on Instagram at Babes and Buds podcast. And we recently are on Twitter. <laughs> so check us out. And if we wanted to see your work, can we see anything from your husband? What's his Instagram? I'm sorry. I just like went mute for that last part. Oh, I could see your lips moving. I, um, I said, and can we check out your garden? Is there an Instagram for the garden and your husband? Yes, absolutely. So our original name was Pure Michigan Cannabis, but we got told to stop using that name. But um, it, we do still have an Instagram at Pure Michigan Cannabis. Uh, actually, it's Pure M-I underscore Cannabis. And uh, the Hemp Train is our hemp company. So check that out because we're actually an awesome hemp company as well. <laughs> So that our website, um, we're building it right now, but our, um, our website address is ridethehemptrain.com and um, Instagram is at the hemp train. So yeah, check us out. We have all kinds of cool stuff out there. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Go, what do you want to sign us off, friend? Definitely. This has been episode 26 of the Michigan sorry, my Pro Show so with Christina from the Babes and Buds podcast. Definitely go check her out and give her a listen. Have a great night. Thank you, guys.